Welcome to the Fish Tea Podcast, where we talk about LGBTQ politics, pop culture, growing up in the Caribbean, life in the diaspora, and the work it takes to sustain love, life, and laughter in the midst of all the white noise. I'm Em. And I'm Glenroy. We're giving you everything, honey. Get into this mug. We're serving you a hot cup of fish tea. Bottoms Bottom up. up. <laughs> Look how you're come back. The prodigal child is back. Look how you're dash with the podcast because you're too academic. My love, the life she come down for me, I'm going to manage. I was going to ask about you find man. You want to tell the people about that? I found a couple actually. Okay. This is why this is why we have to have a pick choose and refuse what kind of information I'm going to share before my company because you always are calm me out. But yes, I've, I've placed myself back on the shelves and, you know, I've gotten a few interested um, persons. You know, Wait, what are you come off on the shelf? No, I mean, it's me really kind of just take myself off on the shelf for a while. When? Girl, girl, I'm here to attack. Like, I'm going to here. The, the feel up, they look, they look well, I guess not, because the feel up, feel up, but it go on when many of these for sale, kind of. Girl, <laughs> not run New York, New York, I can reach. Let us know. You know what? I'm not going to be still. A bright time. <laughs> well, if we're going to go there, it's not New York alone. Hashtag touring and whoring is that thing. Um, I'm out in the continental. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, I've been. So, you know, you know, I had my exam, my major exam, my qualifying exams um, earlier this year. So this semester was kind of really heavy in terms of prepping for school stuff. And then a bunch of engagements came up um, that I apparently had committed to from last year and things just kind of got unwieldy. So I had to cut back on some things. Um, but yeah, I'm settled now. I am past that point. You know, a couple, a couple random men a couple of failed relationships and five rounds of exams later, and I am now a PhD candidate. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Hashtag PhD chat. <laughs> <laughs> but look for your schedule clear up right in time for the season finale of the podcast. Girl, like literally, your moment when I did something, I did a break, and I said, I come back for the finale, but I thought it would have been earlier. But you were cold. Shall I guess? But anyways, for going to light updates, for come back from Africa, I <laughs> do, do the battle work as is usual. <laughs> look at things I've won, other flags where, where I try to set up the new advancing. And let's just say I'm in a new space. I was engaging in some activities and I'm no longer engaging in oh. uh, and opening the door to new opportunities. And anyway, those who know, those who get it, get it. Those who don't, don't. That's how I <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know my team. <laughs> but I'm saying, if you want new things, you have to clear out the old things. I mean, when we don't even agree with that, sometimes you have to juggle the whole life. Transition period. Because all must end up the old and new, must end up the new. So sometimes you have to say, all right, it's all going to be old, it's going to be new, or will all continue and will new fizzle out. So we got a jackal. So, you know, and Jeff like drama got rum tour yesterday. 
forgot your motives and your oral neck while you know cutefully enduring slavery. But we move. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, that aside, today we have a friend of the podcast with us. Yep. I'm the master of Friday Jamaica right now, right? The, we can't come up with no more alliterations. Big up yourself, Elton. Welcome back. To Thank you so much. Thank you. Hey, um. Right? Elton, I'm going with a bag of things. And he will be able to follow one time, but he's looking for other people. That's fine. Right, you know, you know, we move. Did that really happen? They might keep up. It might keep up with child support because child support. I gave up the child for adoption. Come true. <laughs> <Yeah. What's laughs> what you don't want? Doing it? The memory was too much. <laughs> we couldn't work together, knowing that that was a reality. But you know, Elton is here to give to give us a rundown of all things Pride. Um, what is going to be different about Pride this year? Mm. Um. But first, before we even do that, I guess, I wanted, because you were here last year to talk to us about Pride in Jamaica mm-hmm. and the plans that happened. So give us your feeling about what Pride was like last year. I know you were, you were trying new things last year. What was it for you? Well, I mean, it was mm, 50% exciting, 50% scary. Um, Pride, in general, just overall, always brings these trepidations up. We have to kind of make it bigger. We also have to make sure that it's successful once again. So no matter how we switch up the formula, it still has to kind of work and people still have to enjoy it. Anything that happens in terms of like the behind the scenes stuff, be it budgeting, be it location, be it whatever, people don't care about that. They just want to know that they've had um, all year waiting for this activity to happen. And now it's finally here and they want it to be the best. So that's kind of just how I entered it last year. Um, and the mandate from Glenroy was, you know, let's diversify. Let's see how we can get Pride going, but also get other players involved, other organizations, other people. Um, let's decentralize ourselves from Pride and um, kind of, you know, just make it a more of a community activity. And I think for the most part, that was successful. I think um, last year we ended up having more activities being, or almost equal, probably. It was equal. It was successful. Yeah. yeah. Um, equal amount of activities being hosted by people outside of JFLAG um, um, versus the activities that we were hosting. And their activities were pretty successful, successful well-supported. I mean, I feel like I feel like we, we did what we wanted to do last year. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was mission one. And the mission two really was trying to make sure that everyone was safe, keep the numbers down, but still allow people to kind of enjoy themselves. So that included a combination of like pre-sold tickets only, 50 people per event, and then like live streaming everything else. And I think it worked. I think people still managed to enjoy themselves and those who were watching from home enjoy themselves as well. And I think it also created a hype where people want to be physical this year again in Pride to kind of enjoy that diversity of activities. So, yeah. Yeah, but let's also talk about um, the innovation that you came with last year, mm-hmm. which was the Pride Box. And I still have a Pride Box, M. I'm like, oh, you're not telling me when you have come to Jamaica, but we're not going to show a problem for the podcast. Oh, right now. But M, nobody wants to express that two Pride Boxes got after the year. No, clearly, because my house is I'm stacking them up for my return, and then we're just going to tear everything open. Like, you know, when I get all of the Christmas, keep them one time. Yeah. I don't even know how this one is still under my bed. If what? Anything. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Just make sure the room is still in there. Our room can't spoil. 
Oh, Mika Katz, man. Well, I mean, I think the, the chef life is very, very long. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the Pride Box. Oh, no, I was just saying it was a, it was a big innovation last mm -hmm. year. How was that for you? I mean, we, we know you have sell boxes this year. So. I know, right? So let go. I mean, so last year it was a bit stressful because it was the first time we we're doing it. We never understand the shipping, all of them kind of stuff that would happen. But I think in the end, once again, it worked out just because of the team that we're working with, people coming with ideas, innovations, willing to help. Um, also, just a very understanding customers who say, yeah, we we'll understand, COVID is happening. I will understand every day we also get emails from our shipping company saying like packages delayed, delayed, delayed. We'll understand. Um, so it's like gratitude all around for the success of that. Um, it was not done alone. JFlag just have one very nice team of people who, when you, when you need ideas, you need help, you need support, they're there. And so I feel like that box really was just a product of uh, uh, a, 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 a lot of things coming together in one space, one time, and just working out despite the odds and despite the fact that we were having teething pains with it. So I'm going to ask, um, um, you did like with Maya back, so I did send a video after. Oh, yeah, I loved it. Like, I was so I was so eager to get into that crop top, but life again happened, so. <laughs> <laughs> so we can wear ours together. All right, like, yeah. we have, you still have a sister shirt? Yes. Yeah, sister shirt. So no, there, we, there were three of them. There was, if you think I'm a bitch, you should meet my sister. Oh, ooh, that cute. That cute. <laughs> <laughs> So, Em, any questions for you? Mm -hmm. um, I was just curious in terms of like the if if you had any information in terms of where your viewers were last year mm -hmm. um, for the live streams, because I know I I know I shared it with a couple of people um, who were living abroad as well, who were super excited to be a part of um, the celebrations in that way. Yeah, I mean, I think it was largely people from overseas. There's a lot of people who would have liked to be in Jamaica for Pride and a lot of people who have not been to Jamaica in years and just kind of want to keep up with community and see what's going on. Um, and I hope we give them a good enough show so that this year people book them tickets and, and, and come out for this year. But yeah, so largely we realized it was mostly people in the diaspora, other people who were just stuck overseas, can't come down to enjoy any local summer activity or, you know, people who, who um, would not have been able to, to come because them about the plans and activities to do at that time. Yeah. I mean I can I can speak for myself, but I, I know a few a few other persons also enjoyed the um the lip sync mm -hmm. the lip sync competition right. and uh, um was that the one that Shibata Shibata did? Oh the sound clash. The sound clash the sound clash also the sound the sound clash did, did I <laughs> <laughs> I mean the lip sync battle in particular I mean I think every single year um definitely two years that we were mostly online most supported event people love but i don't think there was a lip sync battle before that um what was it called no, no i don't think there was like a, oh before 2020 there was no there was no lip -sync oh, okay. battle before that and to be clear that's hosted by our partner transfer Trans yes. so it's really great to kind of see them like have a signature mm -hmm. event that mm -hmm. they do every pride and it's happening again this year i'm very excited here mm -hmm. y'all know a bitch love to do a lip sync <laughs> <laughs> Right, I, 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 but question though, like, what did Transit do in twenty nineteen? Because I mean, the old were not so maybe I, I don't remember. I don't. Twenty nineteen, I never really did that work, so yeah. I just go yeah. enjoy the pride. So I honestly can't. Was, wasn't wasn't the um the thing in Hope Gardens where we did the dance thing with Bhutan? There, there's this like health and wellness thing where you had a bunch of vendors at Hope Gardens 
and they were doing Tiana. I think um, Tiana was was kind of hosting a bunch of events that year. That sounds oh. like 2018. Was that, that Transit's event? Yeah, that sounds like 2018. Yeah, that's probably 2018. 2018? Yeah. 2019. 2019 was such a blur. Oh my God. I don't know. I'm so old now. But yeah, 2019, they did have an athlete. It was pretty well supported after that. So, what I remember from 2019 is I remember the trade show and the exciting mm-hmm. party after. I definitely remember the pool party and the Christmas party because, mm-hmm. you know, you did you know, you're blue somewhere almost dead now. Um, <laughs> which by the way y'all are using as promo now so <laughs> that was a look it was a look that was a look was it weather appropriate it's a different conversation <laughs> it's definitely a different conversation yeah. <laughs> um what else oh i know there was oh, definitely old for jesus in 2019 yes um, I remember you didn't come in at the blue at us. Mm-hmm. I remember things by the fit there were people wearing. Oh. <laughs> um, I can't remember if they had like an event event in 2019. I, I probably I don't think they did actually. Okay. Maybe be very honest. I don't think they had like a, a an event that they did. So maybe it was just them being prominent in different activities. Like yeah, because yeah, I remember yeah. Renee was Renee, Renee, yeah, well. Renee hosted old uh-huh. and stuff like that. So. I think it was more that than say, yeah, yeah, right, uh-huh. a specific event, but no, definitely, and I, I hope it gets bigger because it's like it's almost like one of the premier events, mm-hmm. you know, of Pride, and it, I just love the fact that we're not the ones that are doing it, yes, because it kind of sends this very clear message about the role of everybody in making Pride great. Mm-hmm. Um, so yes, Jeff, like can throw on these massive events. Um, or these big events that we've had in the past, but to kind of see other partners being able to kind of. Sh- equally as impressive and memorable events just shows how all of us in the community can contribute to the movement and make it even better yeah. right so yeah i see whether or not my judge this year but very able right i'm able to see the girl them lipstick down also you know what i loved about that event last year um is that they lips they need their lips in for dance hall the problem is that they're not necessarily yes about the format this year. What do I do? Do I do a passion project? Do you want me to tell you now? Wait, wait, it's, it's, it's exclusive. It's official. <laughs> <laughs> what a girl never do. So I mean, it's two part. So on the second, they're going to be having a, a pageant. So the pageant will include lip syncing, but it will also include quite a lot of other activities that they want to see fully rounded individuals. Um, kind of very immersed in, in LGBT culture, be it voguing, be it lip sync battles, that kind of a stuff and seeing how they compete for the top crown. And that person gets sent to the Caribbean wide. Um, yes. Oh, oh, nice, 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 nice. To compete. So it's oh. not just here, it's there. But they're also on the fifth having a doll ball, which is focused specifically on both challenges between individuals, different individuals, and I think to some extent houses competing um, for various titles for that night as well. So it's it's two part and it's very, very, very much bigger. Good girls. Yep. That's a lot. But very, I'm excited for both of them. Because mm-hmm. um, I feel like we have this like massive pageant mm-hmm. culture, culture in Jamaica and then it kind of died out. And I know they were trying mm-hmm. 2018, they had mm-hmm. the pageant at Roshika Rwanda. Well, that's where I met trying. Um, and then, you know, it never happened again. Mm-hmm. Um, so Medea Phoenix budget yeah. come through. That's why in this point, ah, that makes sense yeah. now. Um, I didn't know about a war. The yes. girls are having a war. 
Finally. I can't make sure that my notes make for the people are fly down from everywhere. UK, US, anybody who you see in an vulnerable culture, more than likely I'm going to be here. So it's it's I can't, can't take the chance. I don't want to come on monkeypox um stop me down there. <laughs> I'm not going to lie you. <laughs> monkeypox? <laughs> but you will not discover monkeypox upon my pride. <laughs> no, not on pride. On my trip back. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, big things happening this year. I don't think there's any activity that's just the regular run of the mill. Most, almost everybody. I mean, this year's theme is the pride of your life. So mm. every activity you're trying to make, you have the time, the ride of your life while you're enjoying it. Um, so like I said, mm-hmm. talk to what up that area. That area, all right. So long, listeners. I'm gonna already start with two activities, so I won't go over those again. But we're kicking off the first um day with the Pride Fun Day. Um, it's like a scaled down version of our typical sports day. So we've changed the activities from you know athletics, netball, that kind of thing, and we're doing more fun day like stuff, tug of war, that kind of a thing, egg and spoon. Much more simple activities, but do require more intimate kind of connection between the different teams. And your teams then will come back, the same four teams, yellow house, green house, blue house, red house. Um, and that would be at Hope Gardens. Um, we start at nine o'clock, we end about four o'clock, might go up to five or six if we have a little, you know, little DJ show, showdown in the evening. Um, then in the night, because I mean, you have a fun day in the day, people gather and they want something to do afterwards, you can just send people home. So, we're having a pool party, and that's being put on by one of our um legendary community um leaders for years. They've putting on activities, Latoya Tugs Brown. So she's oh, having oh, uh, yeah, my podcast is back. Sorry, <laughs> she's having her pool party come back. She's asked us for support, and trust me, we have all out. Then, I suppose I can tell you, I was doing the Amazon runs and it's going to look good. It's going to be nice. Um, um, and that's from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Um, and then that ends day one. Okay. Yeah. And then day two, as I said, which is the second, is a pageant. Um, then we go into day three, which is going to be a pride pop-up bar. So we're taking up, taking over a little private street um, in King's. I can't remember the name of the private street, but we're taking over a little private street. We're going to set up a bar and people just gather, come over. Who's doing it? Um, another community member, his name is Jermaine. Oh. Um, so yeah, so we just uh, take over the space. The tickets, I believe, are free for this. Um, and then you come and you buy stuff at the bar. Oh. So you come in, enjoy your music, enjoy the space. Enjoy the 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 right of their lives. So yeah. Um, <laughs> yep. Um, then we're having Healing Arts Excursion, which is like an arts version of our trade show. So instead of diverse um, businesses, it's focusing on just the arts this time. And so it's a lot of painters, lots of um, sculptors, all different types of individuals, both selling items, but also giving you the experiences so you can pay to, you know, have them show you how to make a little ceramic bowl, um, different kinds I'm of stuff. I'm going just the box. I mean, that would be a look for the ball. I am probably going to have to wear it. I'm going to have right. to get the shoes to match. I'm sorry. I can see you. Yep. Um, so that's going to be happening on the 4th. On the 5th, we're having a paint and sip within the evening. And you know, this is for Friday, so one of the things I want. Um, so we're going to have a paint and sip in the evening. So it's an after work activity just to keep, you know, kind of out of that work mode and into a more, you know, kind of nice Friday weekend. 
Um, after that's finished, and we have another pool party, but this time in Ocho Rios. Um, his name is Dijon. He goes by uh, Mark Scott. He's having his pool party. Yes, he's having his pool party um, from 10 p.m. to 4 a.m. and that's in St. Anne. Mark is so, a legendary party planner. Mark, rapper, rapper. Mark the black men in the community where they always stand up and we for understand that the pool party that I always was I don't know. Oh my God, reach down there, but my after the day. Please, I love you to go. My after the day. Yeah, So before you move on, what are some of the parties that Mark did so people can like so that's the thing he does a lot of different he does a lot of the parties in the Ochi area so I'm gonna always okay. him but okay. if usually I keep for Ochi Mark is the one that puts it you on. just know say I got Mark party you just know you got Mark party so yeah it's one of them something yeah this one is called Summer Sizzle Risque um, I hear it's Skippy Preferred so. okay so yeah, so that's what's going on. And once again, one for us again. That's a little knickknacks and, and things. Oh, we can't find Come on, another time. None of these parties, none of these okay, are the typical. <laughs> well, that's like that a while ago, man. Man, just go only about places. I'm thinking about some some pride uh well i'm not california we're not we're not we that but i i mean we might have someone under it you know for the girls have a look but <laughs> have my although i would wear assless chaps so we're not gonna rule that up <laughs> hold up hold up because all right no because no never go cut me just i said i'm saying or so never go cut all i'm fit them and the best part about it is that you're excited now, but the, ex- the actual excitement of each event is when you reach. Like we've literally mm-hmm. said, always oh, I'm surprised. Leave them when they get there. No, they need a cloning allowance. <laughs> I mean, I've been telling you that they need to be giving you one of those. So I go need a cloning allowance coming in for sure, but I'm a carrier. It's like they never put in a short earth. <laughs> so importantly, this party is all inclusive. So with the other ones where it's free and you pay when you, 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 you buy stuff when you come, this one, you buy your ticket, you come, enjoy the pool, enjoy anything where you want um, for free once you, well, not for free, but once you get in, it's included. And then we'll go into the flagship activity. Well, what I consider our flagship now. <laughs> um, Pride breakfast party, um, our yearly staple, 6 a.m. to 1 p.m. Guest artists and everything are going to be there. Very, very, very busy. We'll have one of our first being not community tied, um, male DJs coming out. That announcement coming out. You could make me excited just for male DJ. But <laughs> 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 are not them coming. They're not coming. I mean, there's a DJ just naming like performer DJ or this Jackie. This Jackie. Okay. But we also have um oh you thought we were yes. It's it's in the works, you know. It is have the steps then one by one. Trust me, that come, that come. Um, but yeah, so we also have a, a international artist coming. I'm not sh- no, it's not our first time. It's our first having like an international artist from the Caribbean, but we've had um, really? Big Frida before. Big Frida before. Um, Robert Ball. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes, so we've we had a couple. Mm-hmm. And so this one is our first very Caribbean-centric. And, you know, um, it looks to be good for the breakfast party. Free teams are here too. 
So when you pay your money, not only is it inclusive, you get all your liquor and your food, but also have little things like you. When you come at the party, you're not left with your beer and them. Yeah, you're, you're left with something. And then after you, when you think it, you know, in the night, we're going to kick it off. Well, we're going to finish it off with differentiation, um, which is a party that's been happening in the community for years. The triangle puts it on. Um, I think they have, what, two of them per year? It's at three. Yeah. That's oh. <laughs> <laughs> it all makes sense now. So Ocho weekend, uh-huh. summer, New Year's. Yep. So they will be having their party from 10 p.m. to 3 a.m. And it's going to be epic. Them tell me, I mean, I don't think I can make none of the announcements, but they've been telling me the plans then. I mean, I said, oh my God, all I've got another night there. Well, it's, it's a lot. Them DJ lineup, hype. The, everything is just really good for it. And we, partnering with them, will be having some specials. Can't tell exactly what it is yet, but we'll be having specials where, in order to be able to make people you know, enjoy a breakfast party and differentiation, we'll work out some little packages and stuff oh, for people. Come on, Neil! You know, August 6th, you just, you just prepare yourself. Party, sleep a little bit, nine niggas. No sleep! What do you mean? No sleep. No Listen sleep. to me. You're going to go risky. You're going to come in fork. No, because I said that for going. You're yeah. going to change your feet from risky, from mm-hmm. orchid, into the breakfast. I forgot fresh enough. I know yeah. breakfast party. Look, catch up your summer because they reach breakfast party by 7 o'clock. Right? Why are you early? But if they reach 7 o'clock, you're not going to complain. Catch up your stomach before you drink the liquor. You see, you're going to do a quick nap, uh, you know, a cute girl nap. Uh, for the talk, a tongue snap, whatever you want to call yourself. <laughs> Between breakfast party and differentiation, say I'm a look of nine, yeah, like seven, eight, seven hours, yeah. So mm-hmm. rest down your body look of it, and then you're going to your next week. I don't know how work out no Sunday, say Sunday to seven. So if if anything, there we go. You can have a personal church if you're a church girl, or you just sleep it off. It's a, it's a whole vibe. Yeah, it is a whole vibe. And frankly, you can go the paint and sip left early and go on a risky. Depending on how you can go on the paint and sip is a nice little trench and then show up in a risky and boom! I mean, so we, well, me, me, me bringing it along, going to all of these activities from the Friday to the Saturday. So that plan that you just need is literally our plan. You just tell exactly. But so. no, but me, I can't take more clothes and then you just have to more. <laughs> yeah, take more going to get your pants. I have the excuse of, oh, I'm at work. I'll just wear a little shirt. I can work too, but you know. And, <laughs> you know, that's an excuse. I'm an white corn. <laughs> yeah, not a regular nigga. We can't just, we can't. Can you imagine somebody catching that debate and see if I didn't have to escape it that it's the same clothes? <laughs> <laughs> the girls would never let me live it down. <laughs> If I even for changing the car. Well, yeah. And, and I, I've done that before, actually. One little caveat before I move on. It is not a final list. This is the list of people who bit, reached out to us early and we, we messaged them. But right now, we really want to have more activities out of, outside of Kingston. Um, so if people reach out to us about a mobile activity or a potentially an Ochi activity, we will be seeing how we can extend this calendar events as well. So, you know, yeah. this might just be... Uh, 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 a preliminary list, actually. So let's count up these events. Mm-hmm. About 10? I'm coming. Yes, about 10. So, yeah. mm-hmm. so, uh, so just to be very clear, of 10 events, only two of them are being hosted by us, which is the, the Kickstart Fun Day as well as the Breakfast Party on the 6th. Mm-hmm. So this is um, basically a community-driven community. And of course, mm-hmm. we support it as an organization. 
you know, um, who's just been here and, and, and has some amount of resources to be able to support the community, but a food of pride, mm -hmm. right? So y'all gonna show up for the girls, y'all gonna support the girls, right? And I gotta carry on, right? Like, like young man said, we acting there this summer. <laughs> you gonna act there. That's what we're doing this summer. And the pride, the pride, the pride of one with weird things, right? I don't think it's about to happen. We can't talk more right now, but you know, yeah. we shall see. Yep, yep. Um, I would also say that we have pride boxes. It's not an event, but we have pride boxes on sale. People are going to open them between one, August 1 and 6 and have a little excitement. Um, but additionally, um, we will be, as always, we try to do something Friday day of service. We're not going to have an actual activity this year because it's just so packed. But we do have plans to make donations. We hit a couple of hospitals, you know, still recovering from COVID and that's not 100% behind us and or um, healthcare workers have been, you know, putting in the work. So we decided that we're going to do some donations specific to nurses. We're also doing donations to hospitals to see how the community can come together and use, you know, gather funds to be able to kind of support the activities happening in Jamaica. So those two things are also happening in the behind the scenes as we, we celebrate for the week. You had a question? You did say, you did, you did say um, all for Jesus? I don't know, I probably didn't. Well, well. <laughs> that's because we never really have no Sunday in the week that year. Um, the Out for Jesus never really work out. Um, but, I mean, once we, we, we get back to a point, like next year, we'll get back to a point where there's a Sunday in the mix again, and Out for Jesus becomes an activity that we potentially can have again. But, but as Elton said, it's not a final lesson. And, yeah, and, and, and the hope for this Out for Jesus for this year was mm -hmm. that rather than us doing it, it would be more like a faith-based entity that was leading Out for Jesus. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So okay. We're also very open to a faith-based entity leading it for us so that and we supporting it. So, I mean, it, it could potentially still happen if, you know, a, a willing entity kind of shows up. So what we've been trying to do is that reach out to different persons mm -hmm. to see um, what they're willing to host because there are a lot of parties this year, uh, but there are also other types of events as well. And, we, you know, what we try to always do with our pride, say in the Mahamaji, and you come, come as a representative. <laughs> what we try to, always try to do is just make sure that pride is as diverse as possible, mm -hmm. that engages different sets of, you know, interests within the community. And we want to keep it like that. So uh, we're just counting on those, those diverse interests within the community starting to take the lead of mm -hmm. these kinds of activities. And we'll push it for as, as much as we can, because they are feet. They are making sure everybody feels like there's a pride space for them. Yes. I have one more. At, um, do you know at this point which of the events would have a live stream or be an online component? Ooh, the, the plan was, <laughs> was to not have live streams this year. I mean, obviously, our social media. Elton, I'm not doing nothing. <laughs> don't do nothing. <laughs> our social medias will be active and we'll be going live from social media, but it's not the same as having like a plan. Okay, with. so we have to go watch for Instagram then. You can definitely see it on Instagram, on Facebook, in the stories. We'll be going live as well. All right. But not the, not the typical. Right. And, and, and I think to be, you know, transparent about it, that decision was taken because, you know, we did the live stream for the last mm -hmm. two years because of COVID context. Mm -hmm. We also recognize how having a live stream space mm -hmm. affects participation at Pride. So, you know, where we are in Jamaica, even though you're at a Pride event, you're not necessarily out. 
So we kind of lock off a space for live streaming. It affects how much people can come together in that space and enjoy themselves. So mm -hmm. we were, so what we recognized last year as we were doing it is that we were somewhat sacrificing mm -hmm. uh, the enjoyment of persons in the physical space to facilitate participation of persons virtually. So to the extent that now, that we can have, um, you know, physical events, um, we, we don't want to make that sacrifice anymore. Of course, we're going to try as best as possible to make our followers know what's happening and get to see and participate from afar. Mm -hmm. But I mean, I think in all fairness, the people who are there who show up, especially to some of the paid events, we wouldn't necessarily want them to feel like they can fully enjoy Pride mm -hmm. uh, because there's this camera that's gonna, that might be picked up. And if I want to go to this at my Pride, I'll miss end up on pink wall and mm -hmm. one of them places. Yep. And whereas some of us might be more prepared <laughs> for those eventualities, <laughs> that's not, it's not all of us. And so we have a whole space for those people that are at different points in their journey. Yeah. Fully agree. Right. Mm -hmm. So, all right, we're going back to my fish keep also because <laughs> I make my day like say, my dip on the clock. Um, <laughs> so, one big thing about Pride in the last um, four years now it, is the artists. So you mentioned we're getting, mm -hmm. uh, well, I guess I'm more than four years, but specifically um, from 2018 up to last year, mm -hmm. four years in a row, we were able to have like dancehall artists perform at Pride. Um, so I would love to get your feedback as somebody who's been on both sides mm -hmm. of that to the extent somebody who's witnessed it happen um, when you weren't working at Gay Flag, mm -hmm. but also somebody who has pushed for it to happen in the events that mm -hmm. you posted since. And tell me how you feel about that process and, and what would you say to people, even persons in the community who are leery about some of that sort of content and whether or not it belongs in Pride? Well, I mean, I think my argument has always been that in order to get something to change, you have to, to some extent, interact with it. And everybody who knows me um, through social media knows I talk about my thesis all the time. And it's centered on dancehall. And so my idea is that dancehall is one of those things that we've seen since its emergence in Jamaica. It's not going away. Um, it's going to be here. But it has so much potential to be, you know, what we want it to be. And so for community, I think it's time we interact, interface, see how we can have meaningful impact on change and uh, impact change on dancehall culture and see how we can get that to shift. I think Pride Breakfast Party is one of those things slowly but surely doing that. It shows people that, you know, dancehall is not so far removed from community. It's not so far removed from LGBT people that we enjoy it as well. And so that they can make music for us and they can make um, experiences that we can enjoy. And seeing that we can kind of see little you know, movements on how, um, dancehall culture is shifting and changing. Look at um, Spice at, um, at Toronto Pride this year. Mm -hmm. um, such a wonderful and beautiful moment. Something that we'll talk about for years. Mm -hmm. If we do a top 10 list after the point. Right. You know, that kind and, of and, thing. And I'm going to go on the record as, say, as, as considering, I do wonder the extent to which that moment would have been possible mm -hmm. if 20, the angel at Pride in yes. 2018 had happened. I wonder, I'm not saying that Spice would never have gotten mm -hmm. to the point where it should have done it, but the context mm -hmm. obviously changed. And I think for me, um, and I'd love to hear your feedback, you did it in all your glory in a strap up, strap up game. <laughs> the angel at Pride in 2018 was such a watershed moment mm -hmm. for not just the community, but for dancers. Yes. Um, and I think it definitely changed mm -hmm. the game. And then the fact that it, it wasn't a, 
It was the flu. It, mm -hmm. it, 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 it consistently happened thereafter, especially the year after, or three of them before. Yes. Um, and even last year, three, yes, three, three, performed three, three mm -hmm. performances happened. So it, it changed the game, I think, for what mm -hmm. people knew they could do um, as far as engaging with the LGBT community in Jamaica. Yeah. But um, as we're low key outside, but you know, he's an outsider, I can't know. You know, that's exciting. <laughs> um, what was it like for you? I mean, you've much pride you know, well. With the exception of last year, we've been oh, um, I missed just um, 21 and yeah, just 21. Oh, just 21. You did that? Yeah, it was 20. You did that 2016? No, I started at the, the Black Tie. Oh, okay. Garden, which would, I don't remember which year that was. Oh, okay. 2017, probably. Actually, it was 2016. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> but yes, what was it like for you? It, no, but I, I, sorry, I, sorry, sorry, before you answer the real question, did you have breakfast party 2017? Yeah. Up at Yeah. Girl, Yes. We carry on with the animal living in the background and the gospel Every... staff player. Yeah, girl, me I'll have a picture with Arby. Yeah, I'll have a picture with Big Frida. Jesus. No, that pride I... nice, you know? <laughs> I did. I that did. was the, yeah, that was the first year I, like, as started to really do pride. The first, the, the year before I just did Black Tide and that year the, the, the breakfast party and some other events. I'm sorry, I don't know only will ever, that pride they recreate that moment. That's and the beach party, girl. The beach party after, everybody <laughs> kills. Oh gosh. But anyway, but it's just one if it comes to me. So it's 17 pride was a pride. Yes. Carry true, girl. Yeah, so I say, um, I mean, you described it perfectly as a watershed moment. Um, like one side is just how you know we followed through with with engaging the dancer community and them engaging us as well but i feel like even for members of the community like it was such a profound moment because it was i think it was at that point i stopped caring um mm -hmm. about being in the closet or about whether or not people, people know i was queer um because like the black tie before me kind of a little bit we take one or two picture but you know, I mean, still look afraid, but when Mr. Angel come up on the stage and we say, yeah, girl, I'm mean, after there, right under the stage, so the camera catch me a little bit. <laughs> yes, mom, this is me. <laughs> at the moment. Um, so I, 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 and I feel like I'd definitely be interested in knowing if, like, other members of the community had that same feeling, like, if it persisted um, in the following years. But definitely for me, that was the moment I stopped giving a damn. <laughs> Well, so our friend of the podcast who, who said hello, call up in here, because he wasn't there for the, the DHL one, because mm -hmm. he, he was doing this, he was attending a, a convention and a conference, and he said in Big Ball, you know, the channel and access to tears. Mm -hmm. And I call him here. <laughs> I get here. So I always call him here for the podcast, but he said Big Ball. So, um, yeah. Um, yeah. It, yeah, so but, but what was it for you? Because you, you weren't at 28. No. You, um, were, you were at 2019. That was the first. Yes. But you mm -hmm. were, yeah. But how, was, how was it? I mean, for me, I thought it, I, I thought it was just amazing. I mean, I, I, in my mind, things that have helped me to get to the point where I am now, um, two things. One, Glenroy being on CVM, it wasn't, what's that, the... The, the, the thing they had before news, I can't remember. <laughs> that iconic moment with, um, what's her name? With, with what's her CVM name? CVM Live. 
Oh yeah, CBM Live. Um, Glenroy on that. You actually watched it when it came out. I watched it. Yes, I did. Oh. <laughs> that was the first one when I was like, "Oh my God, that's my superhero there on TV." Um, so you know what? We were going to have a conversation. We're not gonna bring this on the podcast, Elton, but we move. So we asked it. <laughs> so that was one of those moments. First one, and then um, for the Angel at Pride again, that was another moment for me that kind of just said, you know what? You've been on this journey, this is the time. This is the moment. You've seen every single thing line up in a way that says that you should be a part of this movement. You should be doing more. I mean, I had been doing work since like 2015, but it was more as, as part of groups that would do general diversity or general anti-discrimination. And so the, the LGBT element was always, you know, somehow having to share with so many other um, elements in the work that I did. And so after that, I was just like, no. One specific thing, it's LGBT specific that I'm getting into, and that's where I want the movements to be. And so, yeah, you can say that it started with Glenn Ron's event and then it ended um, with the angel performing at, at Pride. Yeah, because we'll <laughs> I have some questions that you won't be in the hot seat. Yeah. This will be fishy after that. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that said, um which artist, which dancer artist would you love to see at Pride? Apart from Tabu. <laughs> For those who don't know Elton Love Tabu Lee, they'll put that out there. <laughs> Answer the question. Okay, it really, no, it really, it really put me in a position. But tell you the truth, that right now, it's not even a male artist that I, I personally would want to see. I would love to see two artists perform at the same time on stage and then not really talk, but, <laughs> but seeing Shensia and, and Spice at the same time. You want to perform together? Yeah, no, like perform one after the other. Oh. Like, you know, like when Manlia and Sierra shake hands. <laughs> so you want to bring the girls Bring the girls <laughs> And say to one of the two top girls living in Jamaica in a dance hall, the community will be too you know. Bad, bad. We don't need to come together more often. We want to see the energy together. We don't like to see the divided woman. Mm-hmm. I met them shake hands on stage. That would be it for me. Not um, shake hands. I mean, <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, just being on the stage. If I even for five minutes, one girl is going to come and say, hey, <laughs> that alone would be a moment. Not, not, not Elton suggesting pride as mediation. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, I mean, I think that would be a moment. Um, but in terms of personally, like, for advocacy reasons, and this is definitely controversial, which is why I was like, why didn't I put me on the hot seat? I do not believe in throwing away things or people that don't necessarily work for the movement. I see how we can work with them and get them. And this is- Abuji I literally want to see- Abuji no, no. Pan the stage and sing for pride. No, but what, what, what's so funny is that you have to say, like, who don't love Abuji pride? That's not no question. That's what I'm talking about, <laughs> For you to have <laughs> listeners, <laughs> international, local. Well, girls, sorry to only, but if we know how some people feel about boom, bye bye, we're not going to discuss that. We're doing right now. We can have a follow up episode about that. And me, so well, Elton, the one we can have a round table talk about boom, bye bye. Because I think it's a very nuanced piece, but I don't get to that right now. Problematic, bad, dangerous, bad, perpetuate violence, bad, but it's way more nuanced than that. I don't get to it. We're right now. Look at the discography in the 90s. Wait a minute. I just need a nice 30 minute set. I know, right? <laughs> I'm good to from the 90s. I don't even need nothing from the 2000s. Wait a minute. But yes, but yes, but yes. 
Um, I just think it would be a moment. I think it would send the right message for how Jamaica's moving forward, how, and I, I hope he's moved forward, but how he's moved forward as well. And really, it would have so much, imagine. I think it would do good for him. Would, dance up. He it would. would. It would. I don't see who would lose. Yeah, I don't, th- I don't see who would I don't lose. See who would lose. Dance all finally a lot of people who, you know, that because that song is literally like part of the narrative. It's a lot of people yeah. don't engage with us. A lot of people continue to make certain types of music. Him doing that literally opens so many doors. I mean, so I mean, I know that year would not be a regular year, it'd be a very controversial year indeed, but I yeah. think it needs to happen. I mean, I am so here for it. Yeah. I just want so no, understand. And I think for me. If, if the advocacy, if at the end of the day, pride is a protest, mm-hmm. Let, let's just let's bring it back to the Marsha P. Johnson, Sylvia <laughs> Rivera roots yep. of Stonewall. Pride is a protest. Pride is supposed to force conversation. And also, I get that it should be a safe space, and I get that it's a space for people to come into their own. Mm-hmm. But I think if we're also not cha- creating challenging conversations around pride, and let's be real, movements globally have done that, whether it was about trans people's space in pride, whether it was about where the police should be a part of pride. Mm-hmm. Difficult converse, pride forces difficult conversations. And I think that was a point of um, having dance all be a part of pride, forcing those difficult conversations that before we decided could not happen. Um, and I remember one year after somebody, a couple of years after, maybe probably 2020 or 2019, so there was a producer that had come out and said, he thinks in maybe five years time, we'd have, we'd have an openly gay dance or artist or something mm-hmm. like that. I remember that star article yes, or something like that. Too, yeah. So that would not have happened without us choosing to engage mm-hmm. in the dance community um, in that very direct way. And so for me, you're absolutely right. I think having Buju at Pride would be the culmination of years of conversation. I also know that it would be a very challenging, especially because of other conversations that I've had, it'd be very challenging for older members of the movement, mm-hmm. older members of the yes. community who have a very clear view of Buju, mm-hmm. who have a very clear experience of Buju, mm-hmm. who experienced homophobia in the 90s, um, who have stories um, that I, um, and experiences that I'm not aware of. Mm-hmm. And so it would be very challenging and galling mm-hmm. for them to even see Buju in a pride space. And I'm not going to pretend that that's not an issue we'd have to confront. But I, but I think rightfully, as, as you said, I mean, people grow and change. And if Buju has gotten to the point where he can be in the space and be and be in the space in an appropriate way, in a respectful way. I mean, I think there's room for that. Yeah. Um, maybe maybe some persons would hit back and say maybe not at a party, but maybe somewhere something else. Something you know. else. And that, that's a fair conversation to have out of you know not much of the drug treaty. <laughs> so for us for it to not be like a pride event, um, we're a small island it's us it's the movement and that big and rich. Um, mm-hmm. we made it in the morning. Um, so let's be real. But I, I think at some point, if we're doing our jobs right as advocates, as, as persons within this movement, it is to win over the people that we thought are unwinnable. Mm-hmm. Yes. And if she represents the unwinnable, then that does a lot for what we want to do. And I am not saying that as queer people, we have to do the emotional labor of forgiving him for what he's done in the past. I am not putting that on anybody. But I think what the labor is for those of us that do this kind of work is to make him winnable. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and 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 once again, it's a difficult conversation to have. I can I we can we can already foresee, and I have one person in my mind in particular, or the tell me bomb clad any or something like that happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I said I'm not taking comment from validate everybody's feelings as far as how them feel about somebody like Uji in the space, but I think the net benefit mm-hmm. for how the society can go from it, how the movement can go from it, how the community can go from it is so much better because we're not going to pretend that we don't play butchery yeah. at our own queer parties. We're not going to pretend. Mm-hmm. And so I think with all of that in mind, there is a space for the conversation. Um, they're going to be tricky. People feel like they're upset, but I think there's a space for the conversation. Yeah. 100% agree. Well, you're, pretty much, you're pretty much just of the episode. <laughs> 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 yeah, I mean, like pride. Pride is also healing. So, like, you guys were just having a conversation a while ago, and I'm just thinking about the fact that we have to, at some point, decide what we want um, as queer people individually and as queer people as a community, as a collective. And if it is to move forward and and realize that inclusion into society, then some of these things are just gonna have to happen. And unfortunately, as I said, some people are just gonna be hurt about it. I would just, you know, we just have to acknowledge it and again help them heal and move on. But I don't think we should we should sacrifice the bigger picture um, to hold on to that kind of hurt. I think. But then again, yeah. I, I also have a very toxic yeah. relationship yeah. with so with those I things. Mean, so. I mean, I tell a girl say no for all that It's kind of hard, <laughs> especially since me never experienced it. You know, as young as I am, um, so it's hard for me to say, hey. Get over it. I never say that. And especially I remember and and I write to somebody in there. I'm a kitchen right now, but I write in the kitchen the day having a very long conversation with somebody who was in the movement earlier and, and, and him telling me how upset he was about what he felt like was a, a glamorization of it specifically. And it was a fair position to have. I got where he was coming from. I'm not 100% agree with everything, but I, but I understood his feelings. Mm-hmm. And so I know that carries that. Yeah. Um, I need somebody I actually look up to. So I, I, I respect that, 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 very hard, that very clear position that he has. Um, I don't know how you bring somebody like that to the table to say, hey, we are trying to move forward now. Um, and, and a part of that is um, giving these opportunities for growth. I mean, it, and, and, and a part of the question could be, does, does Buju, even though I think for a lot of, for, for some of us, we already feel like, well, he's kind of clearly made certain steps. He said him now, sing the song no more. Mm-hmm. He's um, done certain things to kind of indicate that um, he's not perpetuating that magic through his music. Um, I don't know if I don't know that way. Uh, mm. But through his music, he's not perpetuating certain harmful narratives. Uh, in the time the radio compassionate acts and those kinds of things. So we've seen these acts. So I don't know if for certain, you know, persons within the movement, we may need more mm-hmm. from him. Um, but I don't think the fact that they need more from him is enough to say we don't get to, as a movement, move forward with them because we have to be very careful about movements being calcified by particular individuals who existed within the movement for a certain space in time, which is why renewal is so important to movement. So that's why after a certain while, I would be taking up my kitchen and leaving 
because I have very clear views and positions about who I can to engage with, who mm-hmm. I will not engage with. And there might be some young folks who feel like, you know what, we can engage mm-hmm. with them, let's have this conversation. I know how to do it, but I know how to stop the young folks from doing it because I, that's just yeah. the whole movements work, I think. Um, but I do think it's also the young folks' responsibility for understanding that comes from. Yes. I don't tell them to say, well, girl, okay, you feel it. I think that give and take is definitely important for uh, movements in general and moving forward in the Jamaican context too. But yeah, Mudrin, that's word. I could definitely do it for me. But on the other side, definitely want to see Machinci and, and Spice on the stage. Elephant, elephant, man. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I, maybe I'm just thinking of legendary memorable moments that I can see in the papers. Elephant Man would be a great moment, but is it like what would make it the moment? So I forget the man then? Is Beanie Man the moment as well? I mean, so are you looking at it? At, does it have to be somebody who's had a discography that has been so problematic, like, quote unquote? No, it just has to be a moment. Because I mean, the Shinsi and Spice have that already, right? Right. But there are also people, like two people, like any talk to anybody in the community, almost, which one you like, Shinsi or Spice? Yeah. Two of them on stage, literally, isn't talking about them being unified on stage. It also sends a message about community unity as well, yeah. right? Love that. They're icons to community members. They're like, mm-hmm. oh, at this point in time. I'll spice coming and talk about ladies are coming in and make a third place. I just tear down. But um, so that's a moment for me. And then be uh Buju and his the history and the narrative surrounding him and him coming to prayer, that's another big moment. So for me, I'm thinking about those moments, but I mean there are other smaller moments within that still count, like Elephant Man at Pride. Definitely still no, so I'm also thinking about I guess I'm thinking about mm-hmm. big names as well and uh-huh. yeah. kind of shift views and yes, focus yes, about yes, yes, for sure. Uh, dance hall and the community and all of that. Mm-hmm. So I'm also thinking about yeah. that as well. And I think uh, somebody, you know, you know, we just think about. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if he's not ever possible. <laughs> not him. Oh, you think I just say? Does it start with a V? V? No. Um, no, but that was that buzzy. <laughs> 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 Let us be very real. That other person and it's a good amount of time. This kind of a can't play without it. That's true. That, that is, is very, very true. true. And the girl never love him. But That's true. But I don't know him with a react to the girl never <laughs> carry on to him music. But no, I was thinking him. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about being a man's contemporary. Ah, you know who being a man's contemporary is? The counterpoint to being a man. Oh, Bonskina? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay. Okay. I mean, for some, for some reason, I thought you were gonna say one thing at first, but then my mind just spaced out a while ago. <laughs> no, no, no. So in the things, I'm gonna say vibes. Right, right, right. But me give up hope on that. Podcast is editable, right? <laughs> no, because I'm going to say something. I was saying, I mean, with particular, it's like you have two controversies going at once. True. You also have to look at the women's rights. But, 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 but if Bob's a cat, I'm going to kill her thing at our gender based violence. Bob's, Bob's is different. <laughs> that different. But then you see, so, so what Bob, what? That situation with Babsy is pretty much the same thing where we are such, where we are saying with Butcho. <laughs> no, but I think I guess but the problem is that as an LGBT specific, I mean we do women's rights issues and we be with mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But I mean for us to mm-hmm. it almost feels as if we're using somebody in the space that an allied organization would have had a problem with. 
mm. as opposed to an organ uh, like something, something that's internal to the LGBT movement specifically. Mm, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. The, the, the slightly different, but I mean, we are also very intertwined with um, women's rights and women's movements. So, so yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, but but also, like, I'm wondering, like, what would like a like. For example, a, a Ifa like feel about that, or mm. another one of the organizations that we work with and partner with um, from time which is which is a, which is a very fair position mm-hmm. to have. Um, some Manas and yeah. Um, we, but then in this category, in a very <laughs> <laughs> so so many to go along that line. What yeah, man? Would you care more by myself? The, the, all of those would be very interesting turning points, I think. Yeah. Um, but. Prior 2040. <laughs> you see, I left Sham after the walk, I want to give Sham. No. That's Sham on the walking stick. What is wrong with you? Prior 2040, you never know. You never know when we get them. But I will take I will take it or I get. All right, we feel like <laughs> we've done a lot. Any last words from you, M? No, um, just that thing about if. If it's possible for just have ladies to come out for one 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 time and go back in our church. Oh, I mean I said my request for ladies, right? If I even if she come out for Jesus, that's her come out for Jesus. You know, so me not afraid to take a note. <laughs> and I will be asking again next year. And if this year somebody says they're doing it, I'm asking for it to pass through the church. And I'll stop. She, at some point, you must say yes. So and I remember she said she wanna win our souls them in the dance house, so. <laughs> Ladies, so if you're listening to this, yes, all for Jesus, it exists. We want, we want you there. Okay? No. But I'm a very evil. Can you imagine Ladies, how if you miss me? No. Oh, I mean, I'm sure she'll come to me. Oh, you know, but Ladies, I would never say Minister Howard. Let's be clear on who we're asking to call. <laughs> For Minister Alice, there's a room. If it's Lady Sark, if him left, let's get it together, people. Um. Well, listeners. <laughs> So first of all, Elton, I'd like you like to thank you for considering our ad kitchen coming with and coming over your brother. Not a problem. Thank you for having me. And being a part of this very, I mean, very real conversation about, mm-hmm. you know, not just what Pride is and what we'll be doing, but what the potential future of pride could be and its and its power to change and change perspectives and and, and create conversations in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, so big up yourself, Elton. You know, Thank you. is a big supporter of the podcast. I'm love that Theo. And me have a conversation for ever studies, right? <laughs> Anybody want to hear that conversation? I'm gonna record it, and we have to go to a, a, a paper and it's a kind of vibe. <laughs> but anyways. Uh, Big the listeners, it has been a very winding season. Has it not missed, you know, you missed out for the season, but <laughs> how was it for you? When, how much miss? What off? I'll listen to that. 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 I'll Super interesting stuff. Like, but they were really upset with myself. Uh, I missed that conversation with Dr. ABC because you normally for the LGBTQ and education um, conversation. But I mean, we've we've touched on so many interesting topics, and we just keep finding them. Five seasons, and we we have not <laughs> had a stay on our, our stoppage of uh, ideas when it comes to what to talk about. 
I'm glad I made it back for the finale mm -hmm. of season five. And you'll be hearing my voice consistently through the next seasons until Genrai kicked me up and such a tired of me. But I do not have that power. We are a democracy. <laughs> I never put that out on the podcast. So I'm out there kick off people. Next thing people take it down around. <laughs> Please, clear that out. Yeah, it's been a good run. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean I've had some, some good fun. Like, cause we, we've been doing this season from last September, right? It's almost been a full year. Um, some really nice episodes. Like, as, like, I was going back through the list. And what I'm thinking about doing is actually creating uh, a list uh, a night. Somebody, I'm going to the camera for me. Wink, wink. <laughs> um, our full episode list from season one going forward and a little synopsis that we'll put on our socials so people can, especially our newer listeners, can see like what they might be interested in. Because we've talked about so much five seasons in that uh, it would be nice to kind of have a, a cute little director so people can know what they mean for listen back. Uh, Kind of reminisce on who's been here and who's shared their perspective on perspective, their perspectives on certain things. So that could be cool as well. But yeah, I mean, definitely any, you know, my favorite episodes is always the women take over. Come on, always a daily laugh. Um, especially that last one with the whole conversation about who you can't have your picnic with me come up. I lived. Um, and we've just been able to have a really good time. Sorry, say it's the last conversation because it was just really good and very rich. If you don't listen to it yet, there to Christine, you can get her and I listen to it because um, it was a vibe. And as I said on that podcast, I'm definitely, on that episode, I'm definitely interested in um, bringing back Dr. ABC to talk about that diaspora piece that he had mentioned in the episode. So look out for that for season six. Also, big up Kareem who did, I don't remember the name of the podcast that he was on, um, but he was on this podcast um, the other day. Um, and he did a talk about, you know, the school, you know, his his dissertation, the, you know, getting his PhD and shout out the podcast. So big up yourself, Kareem, big up yourself, Landvel, um, and the, the energy that he don't brought to the podcast. I mean, because you know, yes, 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 still, yes, still, they come to Wally Patsama. So, season six, I got buzzed. It's a nice thank you, listeners, for sticking with us, for supporting us. Um, I really don't know if I tell them about like the monkey pox part. That means you should tell them for put on a mask, social distance. I imagine it's similar things, but I don't know if the white girl are putting a monkey in your work, right? So, may the odds ever been your favorite people. Just watch yourself. That's all I can tell you to know. Um, but as usual, if you want to reach out to us, it's at PhD Podcast on Twitter, Facebook, and on Instagram. You can always email us at PhDPodcast at gmail.com. If you want to engage with us on a range of things, suggest topics. Um, we're about, it's a new season about to come up, so you know we're going to be brainstorming. So now is the perfect time for tell us on our ear. We'll ramble on about our argument and who you'd like to hear on the podcast. Um, so yeah, take care of yourself, enjoy some of my expectations of the world I don't know, at the different, different pride event them and stuff. Now I'll come after this and open up Sheen, open up ASOS, open up all the worlds, because I won't be caught sleeping this February. It depends on that, you know, but then you this. I listen after, after the event and I forgot my, my first song, because I don't know, I don't know, I don't so big up yourself. Thank you for your support. And as I always say, stay sophisticated. Bye. Bye.